This body runs on chocolate and bullshit, bro. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the greatest podcast on earth about nonsense. I am Chris Cash from Outfield Metalworks, joined by my co-host Roy the Psychopath Scott. This is Roy smacking his microphone as we do the intro. This is the Axe and Iron Podcast. Jesus. I don't I can't believe it picks that up. Oh, big time. Back up, back up, back up. Anyway. What's sorry. up? Oh uh, shit, dude. The let's get into the weather. It's uh <laughs> it's it was fucking 38 here this morning. I mean it's nice that, and cool now, but go away, cold weather. I'm ready for spring. I am not. I don't I don't want it to get warm. Because as soon as it gets warm, as soon as it gets warm, it's gonna get fucking hot like yeah, overnight. Really hot. And it's gonna get muggy and mosquitoes are gonna come out. Flies yep. are gonna I fucking hate working out here and mosquitoes and flies <laughs> are buzzing me around. I hear you. Oh, it's so you. fucking annoying. So um the mystery boxes that I did, people are loving. Yeah, yeah, them. yeah. Uh Chris Cash is trash as the hashtag is going around, <laughs> which I love. Thank you, Keith, for that. Um <laughs> They actually got them the very next day after I shipped them out, which is bizarre because the federal postal office is never that fast. But, um, yeah, people seem to be enjoying their shit. I hope everybody uh, likes what they get. It was completely freaking random. It was really cool how many people were excited to the point where I got so many orders for them. Um, I lost count and had to dig out more stuff for more people. So, um the boxes well, got laid out on the table, and I just filled boxes up, taped them shut, and then just randomly slapped labels all over them. So, well, two things: one, that's really fucking cool, and two, the people that aren't excited, they haven't posted pictures, so they really <laughs> did get your shit. They, they got high value scrap. <laughs> Go get your sixty-five dollars back from the scrapyard and take the box there. <laughs> no, I'm yeah. just kidding. I hope everybody's happy. Uh, it seems like. Uh, um, Actually, Jeremy got um, an axe. Yeah. A little mini. Would you call that a hatchet? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Looks and like an American was... Fork and Hoe True Temple. Yeah. That's what it says on it. American Fork and mm-hmm. Hoe. Yeah. And you said those are pretty valuable, huh? Yeah, they're nice. I've got a few of them. Um, I mean, the back a... on this one was a little chunky. We know how they, because everybody, when you had an axe back in the day, had to slam the back of it with a sledgehammer. Of course. Yeah. But it's nice on those. Um, they have, they always have a date on them. So, and typically they're from the forties or so. Yeah. I think his was, I think it said like 45 or something like that. He sent me a message on it the other day, whenever, nice. yesterday, whenever he got it. Cause he was stoked. He's like, Chris, knowing that he sent this. And I was like, he must've fucking like lost his mind. They that, were literally just random. There's, there was a couple axes that went out to different people. Um, but like I said, everything just randomly got put in boxes and then randomly got labeled. So that was cool that he got that one. Very cool. Very yeah. cool. That's a. I, who else uh, was it? Keith from Blackthorn Concept. Oh, guy. Keith got one of the very first hammers I ever made. Yeah. Look at from that. like seven years ago. And it was in a scrap pile because the eye forged a little square. Like the eye wasn't quite round. It was like more square because of the punch I was using. I had no idea what I was doing yet. So that's pretty cool. Still don't. I told him, and I absolutely still don't. I told him they'd be worth like. <laughs> 10 million pennies one day. 10 million pennies. Do you Probably have not that much? Um, are you staying at the hotel at Blaze Show or do you rent a place? We're staying at a hotel. 
No. Oh, it's not the hotel there? Well, there's all sorts of... at the hotel? Or at a hotel? Or is it a convention center? Well, both. There's a hotel attached to the convention center where Blade Show is hosted. Uh, Ah. My wife, with as much as she travels, she gets points. So wherever her points um, translate to, that's where we'll stay. Gotcha. So I know a lot of people stay at that hotel because it's convenient. You know, you go to the convention all day. There's restaurants there. Then you hang out in the pit and you just ride the elevator up to your room. So it's really convenient. I just don't I don't think that it's within her little travel network or whatever. But gotcha. uh, Are you considering going? Is that where this conversation is headed? Yeah, I was considering going. Are Are you is, is Britt going with you? Mm-hmm. Cool. That's awesome. You need a room to stay in? Somebody? No, absolutely not. I was just asking <laughs> if you were if you were staying Good. on site because I knew there was a hotel there, or because Matt gets a house and he actually stays in a house off. I guess it's like a couple miles away from the convention center. Really? Yeah. He rents the same house every year. It's like some nice house around there or something. Fancy. Well, he said it was like the same cost as getting a hotel room. So he's just like, why not have a whole freaking house to ourselves? Um, that way you can just chill out and unwind and everything. Well, with as much as my wife and I travel, we're on the platinum elite status. So we get oh, all sorts snap. of comps. There you go. <laughs> we always get a suite. They give us free fucking like snacks and uh, not meals, but like, you know. How long does it take you to get there? It's like six hours or so. Oh, that's nothing. Cool. So she's gonna she's gonna be working uh, somewhere. I think I forgot where she is that week, but yeah. she's gonna fly from like DC to Atlanta, and I'll just drive down, and then we'll meet each other there, then hang out at the hotel and convention she's and do all that be sort in of DC? stuff. DC. I'm just giving a, an example. I don't know. She goes to I DC, Charlotte. Um, nice. Fucking wherever. So that's yeah, cool. that's. Are you almost wrapped up and ready to go? Um. Looks like you've been cranking some pieces I, out. Man, I have actually, I've been busier these last, like, two or three weeks than I've been, I've been more productive these last few weeks than I have been all year. I mean, it was all the shit that happened early on this year, and then, uh, you know, just other bullshit. So, yes, I have been cranking. Things are going really well. Nice. Um, I'm, I think I want to do maybe like tops four four more pieces, and I got I got a month. But so you know how fucking things just run away from. Today is one of those runaway goddamn days, yeah. where I go into my shop like early, mm-hmm. and so ten o'clock, and um, <laughs> I'm, I'm walking time. around. I'm walking around, and I'm like, all right, I want to work on something cool, and I've got I've got a bunch of wood that I want to laminate together, but um, it's in a really weird spot of the wood and I need a good fucking edge to be able to cut it nice and square to be able to fucking get all the pieces to line up properly. I don't have a joiner anymore because Lucas gave me that big Powermatic 60, um, yeah. whenever I was up at maker camp and that thing has been sitting on my floor since then. I bought a fucking Baldor motor for it and today's the day to fucking hook it up. I need I need to be able to join an edge to be able to fucking square up shit. Nice. Well, I I've spent all fucking day on this fucking joiner. I had to fucking What do you mean like rewiring it and mounting the motor so, and all that stuff? 
Yeah, and I haven't even. I'm like I, the motor's wired. It's sitting on the we fucking laughed, plate. We and Austin laughed because that three quarter inch thick plate of uh, steel at Maker Camp is still yeah. sitting on the table where you guys left it that day. <laughs> <laughs> I, I bought a brand new fucking Baldor motor for it. So nice. Um, but then, so I'm like, all right, I need to go buy a switch. Got a switch. Got a plug. Got a little pigtail run from the switch to the motor. Right. I go to mount the fucking switch. The box that's in the fucking the 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 base that holds the fucking switch housing, it's not just a normal fucking switch size. It's fucking yeah. bigger. And it's been there's a like a, a galvanized um box welded to the fucking inside of the base. Okay. That's, that's about a half inch bigger all the way around it. Gotcha. So but it's too fucking small to put another little normal size box inside of it. So I've just been fucking wrestling around with it. So finally I'm just gonna I'm gonna cut a piece of aluminum that goes over the whole right. fucking thing and then just cut a hole out in that piece of aluminum to put the fucking switch in, mount the switch to that fucking plate, and then put on the cover and fucking be done. And then once that's done, is that I still a can- single phase or three phase joiner? I never even saw the joiner. Is it big or small? It's huge. So whenever I get done doing all that, it's so big and heavy that I can't lift the fucking the Wait, bed onto. I put it in my car. Well, oh, can... it can't be that big. Put it in a Subaru. I thought well, you were saying. I thought you meant like a big joiner. That's that's not that big. It's what's bigger it weigh? than. What's it weigh? Like three hundred pounds. Yeah. Yeah, that's not big. I've seen. Big it is joiners. for. For a nor- for a shop this size, it's a big joint. Most like most gotcha. people have a six inch. Most people just have a six inch joiner because yeah. that's what's out on the market. You can get them for a couple hundred bucks, and then you right. step up to an eight inch joiner, then yeah. a twelve. Then anything over a twelve is just fucking massive. Yeah, uh, I think and, I think my buddy Nick has like a twelve, and it weighs like no, he does, fifteen hundred yeah. pounds or something. Yeah, yeah, that one's fucking. That one is awesome. I remember. Yeah, it's badass. That. Yeah, it's fucking huge. Nope. Um, but that's like super industrial bullshit stuff. Yeah. But this one had a three-phase motor on it, and that's why Lucas and I were fucking around that piece of fucking plate. Yeah. Um, we're trying, trying to, to put a single-phase motor on it. Yeah, so I just got a, a 115-220 uh, motor, Baldor motor. Nice. Um, so... I need to get someone, whenever I get it fucking wired up, I need someone to come over here and help me lift this goddamn thing up on there. And Did I tell you I scrapped down. every single motor I had here at my shop? I no. had literally like 17 motors, and every time I'd plug one in or wire one up to use on something, there would be an issue with it. Like, <laughs> the starter capacitor would be bad on one, uh-huh. the running capacitor would be bad on the other one, the... It would be running the wrong way, and I'd have to rewire it. And then I'd figure out the starter capacitor is bad on it. Oh, God. Once I got it under load, it would, like, so I was tired of messing. Because they were all, like, ones I bought at auctions or flea markets mm-hmm. or whatever for, like, a couple bucks. I threw all them bitches in the back of my truck one day and got, like, $380 for them. Oh, wow. That's <laughs> worth it. So I was like, I'm so tired of messing with used motors. I had some I had some brand-new Baldor pump motors. That I would really? just throw away. Yeah, just threw them away because pump motors don't have mounting plates on them. They're just yeah. literally the round circles yep. or, uh, and uh, of the body. So like they were useless to mount on tools and stuff like that. They were, you know, whatever for pumps. And I just pitched them all and said, "Fuck it." But that'll be cool once you get that up. You don't have a joiner, huh? Well, I had a little one, but I yeah. sold it to make room for this one, and this one has gotcha. just been sitting. 
So today's the fucking day that shit kind of goes together. So it's one of those days where it's like a fuck around where yeah. I've been it's busy like every all day. day in my life. It's like every yeah. day of my life. Just fuck around. <laughs> but you like you're busy all fucking day and you have yeah. very little to show for it. Yeah, you got you accomplish nothing. And it all started because I wanted that, to those are, laminate. That's what I words. call a week. That's what I call a week in my life. <laughs> I don't call that a day. That's a week. I do a bunch of nonsense and accomplish nothing. And then I look around at my place and go, I did nothing this whole week. But ultimately, I need to I need to pull trees. I got a bunch of trees that are just randomly growing on my property. And I need to, like, get them hooked up to a tractor yeah. and rip them out of the ground. Why'd you let them get so big? Uh, that's a good question, Roy. It's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I probably have, like, 20 to 25 trees. That what? They're starting to leaf up right now. And they look like shit. They're all over the place. What, are you yeah, talking man, like, like one or two inch diameter trees or something? Uh, or? Some of them are a little bigger than that. There's one that I think was a weed five years ago and it's no longer a weed. <laughs> <laughs> There's this one that I've never seen before that gets these thorns on it that are about two inches long. And it is okay. like covered. It, the whole trunk of this tree is covered in these thorns. So I got when I cut branches off of it, I got to get welding gloves to like put it in the burn barrel and shit. Why don't you just it's fucking just some, take a chainsaw to it? Because you can't handle it. You can't, like, let it fall over on you or scrape you or anything. And shit's, like, fucking razor blades all over it. So here's, last here's year what I you cut, do. It up, cut it up big time and threw a bunch in the burn barrel. But now it's, like, starting to sprout again and get all crazy. But anyway. Right. You ever what? seen that viral video where the guy puts a tire in front of the tree trunk or in front of the stump and puts the chain over the tire and then hooks it to the back of the truck? So as he's pulling, the chain is pulling straight up with the pressure of the tire. You ever seen that? Uh, 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 yeah, I want I want to try yeah. it. It's really cool. So I think somebody figured it out somewhere. But like, you take an old tire and rim, and mm-hmm. you put the chain over top of the tire so that the tire would just like it'd be sitting on a car or a truck. Mm-hmm. You tie that to the back of your truck, and then instead of sideways pressure like it would be if you were just pulling it with your truck or a tractor. It yep. pulls it. It pulls it straight up out of the ground instead of pulling it sideways. So it's like more force going up. Gotcha. And yeah, I want to try that with like an old. I got a couple old steel wagon rims and stuff. I'll probably kill myself, but it'll be a funny video. <laughs> Make sure someone is filming it. Oh, we're, I'm 100 percent gonna film it just to see if it works. But I have actually have Ilya like in the truck. Have him no, hit the fucking gas. Ilya doesn't drive my truck. I think <laughs> he's moving. I think he's moved it like six inches one time, and he hit, he hit something the one time he moved it. No, I don't think I'm letting him red drive anymore. But anyway, they've been working on uh, videos for like the last two months. Hopefully, they're done soon because I want my shot back. Big we'll super shout-out to Matt Stagmer for giving us a shout-out on his video. That was freaking cool. Oh, yeah, his, blade, his uh, journey to Blade Journeyman Smith. Something, yeah. something where he gets. Yeah, we sponsored the shit out of him. Yep, sure did. It was awesome. Good video, Matt. That works. YouTube.com slash that works. I'm excited to right see now. all these. I'm excited to see all these guys that are that are uh, testing up, for their testing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's good, quite a few of them. A lot of good guys. Yeah. I didn't know that there was an individual award for the best of. The, the class or whatever. That's really cool, too. Is there? Mm-hmm. I, I heard that. 
Yeah, James um, Fleming from Wasteland Forge. He was talking oh, about it. Mr. TikTok himself? Mr. King TikTok. Of, King of TikTok blacksmiths? <laughs> that most recent video he put out, oh my God, was I laughing. That was like, I don't... what? Go ahead. No, uh, like, I. whenever I saw that, I've seen like three other videos of that same voiceover thing that yeah. people are doing now. Yeah, it's like these when like these little things catch hold and everyone fucking does it yeah. for like two or three weeks and then it just. I do say, so. I don't like to speak of things before they're finished, um, but it's um, so far a masterpiece if I do say so myself. Yep, that's uh, that's Mr. James uh, Fleming from Wasteland Forge. Yeah. If I didn't know, Miss- if I didn't, if I didn't like that guy so much, I would unfollow so fast. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Speaking of knife and knife-related news, we got a couple things I want to talk about. Our buddy Neil Kamamura is doing his yeah. Forge to Table show in Sacramento, California, this weekend. Yep, yeah. this weekend. And um, also, shout out to Anchorage Brewing Company who actually made a line of beer called Forge to Table that he actually sent out to us. So thank you, Gabe, from Anchorage Brewing. Um, I hope everything goes good with Neil Kamamura's show, Forge to Table in Sacramento, California. If you're on the West Coast, go check it out. I know he's very excited about it, um, as well as a lot of other knife maker-related people are out there on the West Coast Um hanging out and hopefully having a good time also I saw, our, oh sorry go ahead no i saw the list uh this morning uh yeah so someone had done a post and there's a lot of high caliber names on yeah there. there's a lot of really good uh really good knife makers some of the best knife makers in the country are going there to to that uh show it's really really cool i think it was an invite only thing it was, and they yeah, had a. That's why Matt and are still here. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, they had a couple of uh, other people. Like there was a leather guy. There's, um, yeah, some other people. And did you see our friendly Arapach's name on there? I did. Yeah. yeah. Also, her shopmate uh, Jay, uh, who's also a knife maker. I think you met Jay at Maker Camp, didn't you? Him and his wife came out there. Jay Morgan Craft, I think, is his name on. Um, on Instagram, yeah, Jay Morgan Handcraft. Jay's a Jay's a fantastic uh, knife maker. He does a lot of culinary knives and stuff out there in Oakland. Um, but that's Leah's uh, shopmate. Um, our friend Andrea De Leon is out there staying at mm-hmm. uh, Leah's house this weekend. So I hope they all have a really really good time there. Also, our friend Ben Seacrest from Fiery Ice Forge. Oh yeah, oh. tell me about it. His episode aired last night where he won. He won? He won. I didn't get the I didn't Forged get his, we don't have cable. Contest. I didn't get to see it. I was gonna hit him I knew that. that's awesome. The day I, I maybe I can't say that. Oh fuck it, it doesn't matter. I knew oh. as soon as he won that he won. <laughs> I don't know. Because I told to him that. as soon as he got the show that I said, You're gonna win. And he said, Thanks a lot. And I said, No, I'm serious, I got a weird feeling you're gonna win. And he won. So that uh, is awesome. Congratulations. congratulations. And he's going to have a clip that the history channel is going to use forever because when he quenched his blade, he had a giant ball of fire come up in his face. And that is good TV, Ben. Congratulations. It really Your face is. will be on the history channel for years Melted to come. forever. Yep. Years to come. They will use that clip. Um, so yeah, congratulations to you, Ben. 
Ben's that an is, awesome that guy. That is awesome news. Yeah, I can't wait to. I think me and Ben and I are going to, if I don't hang with them at Blade, I think we're doing the um, Blacksmith Show in upstate Pennsylvania. What is it? The Woodstock one. I can't think of the name of it right this second. Shit. Y'all, y'all call it a Blade Stock. No, Not it Blade was Stock. Um, Blacksmith the Blacksmith Stock. Gathering. Blacksmith yeah. Gathering. Yeah, yeah. Smith's, Smith Stock yeah. with our friend uh, Bobcat. <laughs> Bob Catman. <laughs> But, it, that, yeah. And that's where you all were together, and you all went to bed like at nine o'clock, right? You're like, no, oh, he I'm, went I'm to bed bushed. at nine o'clock. I'm he bushed. To bed. I gotta go yeah. to bed. He couldn't, he couldn't hang, but he stayed up the next night. But anyway, congratulations, mm-hmm. Ben. Well deserved, my friend. Ben's a good dude. I like him. He's very humble. He's figuring shit out, and he won forged in fire. That's fucking amazing. I'm, yeah, it's cool. You know what's really interesting is to now think you about... can add your name, Ben, to the four thousand eight hundred and seventy-six other contestants that won forged in fire well that's what i was getting ready to say it's amazing how many forge and fire people that yeah. we that we know like forge and fire champs yeah. or just participants on the show it's right pretty interesting it is it's very interesting well, listen i know the show has like it, it doesn't matter what my opinion of the show I yeah think overall it's done it's us, still cool it's done us good like yeah say, for us sure in general community yeah, the of craft, makers craft community and stuff yeah absolutely yeah. It's brought in awareness. I think it's yep. good. Over, overall, it's good. I and, know tons of people that watched that show and bought their entire shop from me, so thank you, History Channel. Fucking yeah. <laughs> well, it, it also just put the uh, 2 by 72 grinder in people's like front center of their mind, you know? Yeah. Most yeah. people, I would say, had even no me idea. included, yeah, had no idea yeah. that those things even existed. Speaking and, of which... Um, we put a little thing on our – I did on Instagram stories about you guys give us your nonsense. We want to hear about it. We had a question about grinders. Um, obviously, Roy uses a different grinder than I do, but uh, we have this unwritten rule, Roy and I, that um, we don't speak about grinders because we have two different grinder companies. But both both of our grinder companies that support us are awesome. And um, shout out to Broadbeck as well as um, – Beaumont. Beaumont, is it Beaumont Metalworks, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And yeah. Broadbeck Ironworks, yeah. Actually, Broadbeck's uh, those are the grinders that are on the set of Forge and Fire now. Yeah, so, that is yeah. big news. Those Very dudes cool. are moving and shaking, man. Yeah, I yeah, think they they're are. they are major disruptors. Let's get into some of these random questions that I got. Some of them I'm not going to uh, respond to. I did an Instagram, but that's it. <laughs> Well, you're not going to go um, ahead. One of them was, what's, what do all of Roy's tattoos mean to him? You don't have to, obviously, oh, you don't have to God. go through all of them. Yeah. This is from our friend, Andy. I'm really sorry. I don't know how to say your last name, but it's Operox. Operox? Everybody knows Andy. Andy's yeah. like one of the biggest supporters. He recently changed his Instagram to Blind Skull Ironworks. Um, oh, I was what, like that Ohio. dude. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, Andy he, wants to know what your tattoos mean to you and, like, why you look the way you do. <laughs> he didn't say that. I did. <laughs> uh, okay, so just real quick. My left arm is a North Idaho sleeve, so there's yep. a, a cutthroat fish trout on it. Uh, yep. So it's in the water, out of the water. Right arm is uh, axe-related sleeve, um, so nice. there's bluegrass. Uh, plum on my knuckles, legitimus, 
than a big anvil and shit. Uh, the one on my left hand, the cat, that's my wife's grandma's cat. His name was Caesar. Um, and then my chest and stuff and neck and like those things. I've got mother written on one neck and my mother-in-law's name on the other neck. And they just, they just look fucking cool. There there's nothing there's nothing wrong with like once you get enough tattoos it's not that they lose meaning they just don't have to have as much meaning there you go they could just look good they can just look cool yeah some of them and and on other on other people (laughs) yeah and reluctantly i have signed up for uh more sessions to get my stomach done starting in november i'm really not looking forward to it because it's very, very painful, and I'm a bitch when it comes to getting tattooed. The follow-up was that, and do you have any tattoos, Chris? I have <laughs> very shitty tribal tattoos that I got done in the late Had to be 90s. in the 90s. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason I got them done is my mother was married to an asshole at the time who said, you will never get tattoos. So the day I turned 18, I got this wild cringy off the wall uh tribal tattoo on my no no it's just a big all my shit's just black tribal on my black on the back of my right calf and then on my left arm i got some more tribal from a friend that was a tattoo artist that um in the early 2000s a ford truck bed fell on right after i got done I, i had the bedside cut off and the bedside fell in the sharpness of the sheet metal sheared the top of the tattoo off to where i could hold the piece of skin up like a piece of paper what and yeah and it shredded the whole tattoo looks disgustingly bad and i never got it fixed and it ripped out a bunch of the ink and all that and yeah so i had this big uh basically if you were to take a knife like you were gonna shave the hair on your arm it literally shaved the hair on the inside of my forearm or shaved the skin on the inside of my forearm and then in like That's 2001, up. I went and got my whole right arm done because I was a dumb kid. <laughs> because you watched uh, From Dust Till Dawn. And, and that was all. Yes! Because <laughs> I saw George Clooney, which is a fantastic movie, by the way. Dude, so and, many people got their neck and shit tattooed right yes, after I, that fucking I remember. movie came out. I remember. I remember. Yeah. But yes, I have very similar tattoos to George Clooney in From Dust Till Dawn on my right arm. There you go. And uh, I've <laughs> since wanted to get them covered up with that shit cost. Not covered up, but just added to them to make it look not as shitty as it does. <laughs> <laughs> but you know how they say you regret tattoos? I necessarily, I don't necessarily regret them, but I don't give a fuck about them either. Yeah. Like they, don't, they don't mean a fucking thing to me. Um, my wife's got some, we went and got tattooed together a couple times, and she's got some stuff that means stuff to her about her grandfather and stuff like that. And, um, yeah. The dates he was born and passed away and all that shit, but none of all my shit is meaningless. <laughs> it's literally I, just nonsense black ink. <laughs> and you know, that's perfectly fine. Like in the moment, it looks cool, it's fun, and yeah. you think you're you think you're cool, you think you're tough. Fucking and who fucking ass. cares? Yeah. My buddy, my buddy always said tattoos don't make you tough. I so said, You're damn right. I've seen plenty of big tattooed guys hit with a soft chin go down. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. That might be me. Have you ever been hit? Yeah, I've been hit. Oh, yeah. 
What's I'm not like going down that road? No, you don't want to. <laughs> no, I got, got you, I got jumped before. Oh shit! Yeah, by a you bunch wanna, of you people. Wanna, you want to have story zero about me? involvement in what they what was that? <laughs> yeah, let's hear. Really? Let's hear how buttery soft your tin is. <laughs> so it's a two part story. I'll, okay. I'll make it. Sh- I'll make it short. It doesn't matter. Okay. First part of the story, I'm hanging out with my buddy John Drever, tenth yep. grade. Okay. And I'm hanging out at his place because this little girl that I'm talking to and flirting with lives close to John Drever. Well, I ditch John Drever. I go hang out with Tara. Uh And I'm hanging out with Tara. Well, Tara happens to be Mr. Cecil, my uh, geometry teacher or algebra teacher, whatever. It's his daughter. Oh, okay, okay. Well, I thought you were going wife for a second. That's why I said daughter. No, no. No, what's stepdaughter? That's why I was. Okay. Uh, gotcha, up. gotcha, gotcha. Uh, so Tara's friend uh-huh. gets mad that we're hanging out, and she's like, okay. "I'm leaving." So Tara's like, "All right, there's the door." So it's me and Tara in Mr. Cecil's house. Okay. Uh, you're like jackpot. <laughs> <laughs> so Tara's friend calls her mom and set and like rats us out. Oh, Tara, Tara's. Her mom calls Mr. Cecil, and Tara and I are in Mr. Cecil's house on Mr. Cecil's bed, and here comes Mr. Cecil, and he snatches me up. This is your geometry teacher. Yeah. Throws me across the room, says, I'm going to call the fucking cops. And I was like, for what? Uh, You all just making out or something? Yeah, I mean, it's nothing. Yeah. yeah, just 10th grade, just making out. 10th grade, making out. Yeah. And then, so he calls... My dad and I gotta go. He oh, fucking comes man. and p- picks me up, and yeah. I'm, I'm all in fucking trouble. We'll fast forward a, a month or two or something. Uh oh. And I'm in, I'm in fucking class. I'm in a different class, like English class or something. Uh-huh. And yeah. I had just gotten back from gym class. And for all the people that know me, I sweat a fucking lot. <laughs> like. It's like, like a prof- disrack. Like profusely, <laughs> seriously. Like whenever I was an engineer, we'd play ping pong every day for an yeah. hour. I'd have to bring a change of underwear and socks and an undershirt <laughs> because I would sweat out every fucking day oh, playing ping pong. Boy. So I'm in gym class. I'm fucking hot. I'm sweaty. And I'm in 10th grade little fucking asshole. And there's Travis Sisson sitting in the front fucking row. I hated Travis, Travis Sisson. He was Travis a bitch. Was a dick. He was a he was, he was just a bitch. Yeah. So me being me, what do I fucking do? I reach my hands down my pants and I get uh-huh. all this sweaty ball sack shit <laughs> all, all over my hands. And I go up to Travis Sisson and I smack him right in, in the face, like both cheeks. Bam! Bam! And I start and I start rubbing my fucking hands all over his face. And I go, that came from my balls, bitch. <laughs> No, so that happens right at the first of the period. So is he the dick or you were the dick? Well, I mean, in that moment, you can it's, it's questionable who's who. Right. So then, so all fucking period long, Travis Sisson is stewing. Unbeknownst to me, he's fucking stewing mad, right? Yeah, yeah. We go into the hallway after class. The bell rings, go in the hallway. Travis Sisson snatches me the fuck up with one arm by my throat. Holds me against the fucking wall and has his right arm 
reared back, getting ready to clock me right in the face. And guess who grabs that fucking right arm? Mr. <laughs> Cecil. He <laughs> did he did he let it go like a slingshot right in <laughs> your jaw? He's like, here, let me help you. What? No, fucking Mr. Cecil came to my fucking rescue of all fucking people. Dude, I was flailing around. What was his name again? The guy? Travis Sisson. So Travis was probably a normal-sized man, and you were like, oh yeah, you considered a little person in 10th grade? (laughs) Go fuck yourself. I mean, you, you couldn't have been 80 pounds, 85 pounds. He probably picked you up like a sack of potatoes. It was getting rid of uh, Molly Whop. Yeah, yeah, that's why he had me with one arm. And I was like, I like seriously, I was kicking. You're flailing him. around like a fish out of water. My fucking shoes came off because he was getting oh ready to pulverize God. me. Did you have and shoes on or flip flops? <laughs> oh man, Mr. Cecil to the fucking rescue. Yeah. So uh, did, did he give you the nod like, "That's right, boy. Don't touch my daughter ever again." <laughs> No, he took us to the fucking principal's office, and I got fucking, I got sent home and expelled for a few days. Roy Scott put ball sweat on my cheeks! It was so gross. I mean, like, looking back on it, I mean, it's funny. I I mean. Dude, kids were assholes back in the day. Yeah, fuck that guy. He was an asshole to me. Yeah. I saw some crazy shit in school. I I don't think you can do any of that shit anymore. Probably not. I watched a kid get kicked in the guts at uh, lunch line and shit himself. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it wasn't funny at the time, but he shit all over the cafeteria floor. Oh my um, God. I'm not going to say what any – I went to a lot of schools through yeah, elementary yeah, yeah. and high school, but I watched another girl stab another girl in the face with a pair of scissors. Went right what? through the cheek. Yeah. Were you at a, I, what kind of school were you fucking oh, at? I was at a bunch of different schools. Um, yeah, I saw some – Crazy violence and slash disgusting shit. Saw a guy put a pencil with the sharp end up underneath another guy's seat as he sat down. Oh, my God. And it broke off in his ass cheek. No way. Yeah. He took off running out of the room. <laughs> Half a pencil <laughs> hanging out of his ass. Oh, my cheek. God. Cheek, not his hole. His cheek. Oh, my God. Off. Thanks for clarifying. Broke off in his cheek. Looked pretty painful. I, was, I wasn't a part of any of that shit. I wasn't a fighter. I was a lover. But <laughs> You're a fucking idiot. I only got one fight in my life. Real fight. Uh, that was it. I never fucked with anybody. I was pretty neutral with everybody. That and I moved I around a lot, so there was no... I didn't really uh, establish any crowd or anything like that that I hung out with. But or you didn't have time to hate anyone real quick? Didn't have, I didn't have time to put my ball sweat on anybody's cheeks. <laughs> That's fucking That's gross. Nasty. You did it! I know, I did it. I did it. <laughs> Talking about that's gross. It is fucking gross. It is very I mean, much so. And everyone was laughing. I bet. I bet Travis Sisson to this what day provoked has never. It Why did you? Nothing. Do it? Nothing. Because no. I was that fucking. I like. I was so small and so fucking mouthy. I knew no one. Like, oh, cool, you beat up Roy. Dude, you were the little. You were the little ankle biter, fucking uh, Chihuahua that everybody hates. Yeah. The one that's all bark and no bite, just yeah, that was me. I bet seriously to this day, Travis Sisson has never told anyone that story, and I doubt he's listening to this. And if he is, go whip his ass. No, go fuck yourself, Travis. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, Isn't it shit. weird how, like, I can remember his fucking name. Like, there's so many people in high school that were forgettable. I love to forget. Listen, <clears throat> there's a couple people that I went to high school with that are, they were pretty popular in high school. Uh-huh. And I, I see them today, you know, just uh-huh. around town, the people that still live in town. And I'm like, woof, you're not so <laughs> popular anymore, are you? <laughs> God. Look like you fell out the ugly tree and hit every branch on the way down. Oh, no shit. <laughs> Dude, whenever I moved back, I went to a gas station around my, my old house. Yeah. And there's this and the, woman. The and the star quarterback was working there. No. <laughs> no. No. So this girl was working there. Yeah. And I'm and I'm looking at her and she's looking at me. Right. I mean, I I'd been gone for fifteen fucking years, right? Yeah. And I'm like, I know who this I know who this girl is. This is blah 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 blah. Yep. And I go, This this chick fucking swelled up the size of a fucking house. Right. She was monstrous. And she was a she was fucking one of those uh, gymnast fucking people, right? So she she was always like super fucking skinny, super fit, and now she's the size of a fucking Lincoln Town Car. And I <laughs> and I'm leaving. I didn't say shit to her. I'm I'm leaving, yeah. and she goes, "You don't know who I am, do you?" And I just looked at her and I was like, "Yeah, I do." And I just walked out the fucking door. I didn't uh, know what to say to her. Yeah. It was just like, weird. Wish you weren't such a bitch in high school, huh? <laughs> no, she wasn't that bad. She, uh, It's just weird seeing, like, I'm so glad that I don't see anyone. I live like, I live like an hour and a half or so from where I grew up. I never see anyone. And thank God I don't. I just, I don't ever want to see those fucking people. <laughs> oh, they, like, there's like, no way that. Oh, that's Roy Scott. He just got out of prison. <laughs> wonder what he did. Look at him. Yeah, look at he that fucking like guy. Idiot. And he didn't grow at all. <laughs> Still looked like he did in 10th grade. Yeah, he just got fat. Yep. Nothing else. Oh, so, oh, um, go ahead. I'm sorry. Speaking of getting fat, I, yeah. uh, I have great news. The search is over for my Montana hiking partner. Who's going? You'll never guess. I, I won't guess. Who's going? <laughs> Just tell me. Trent motherfucking Pressler. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. I just got off the phone with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sweet. That's going to be fucking fun. <clears throat> yeah, he's all excited. He, I did not know how big of a fisherman he was. He is. Oh, okay. So he and I have been chatting back and forth. and Dude, he sent me some pictures of just like crazy monster salmon that he's caught fucking oh wow pike stripers like this dude is a fucking fisherman um speaking of trent i seen he just fig- finished a canoe recently it looks stellar of course he did and now he's yeah. on a fucking book signing tour his book just came out in paperback he's he was in some state a couple days ago and now he's he called me on the way to the fucking airport said we were talking about the trip and nice. uh, he's he's on the way to Kansas right now to do a book signing thing or something. And I was like, you sure you want, are you sure you want to go to Kansas? I don't think those people like you out there. <laughs> and he's like, I know. I need a bodyguard. Yeah. <laughs> I like Trent. He's awesome. You guys are going to have a blast. Yeah, I'm really excited. Um, so he's been sending me, like, pictures and shit of, like, bear attacks. And I'm like, dude, 
We're not going to get tagged. We're not going to get tagged by a bear. Just relax. Do you carry bear spray with you there? Yeah. I think you do, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Right on. Brandon, whenever Brandon went last year, he took a fucking hand cannon, dude. It was like a 44 or something. Good for him. I don't blame him. And it was on his fucking chest. Sweet. You know, like, Brandon is super fucking skinny. And (laughs) and he was just walking around camp. He needs some milk. (laughs) He was walking around camp, and he had this fucking leather holster thing on with this gun that weighed half half as much as he did. (laughs) I think Brandon just posted a video, like, not too long ago. It's still snowing where he's at. (laughs) Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Yeah, we're getting ready to be into May, and it's still it's still got snow on the ground. I think Montana just got a snowstorm the other day, like a big really? snowstorm. They got like oh four yeah 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 the snow yeah the yeah they did. Yeah, last weekend I think it was. Oh, speaking of Montana, you all going? Are you still going out to see Will? So I just got a phone call yesterday from our buddy uh, Benjamin Snewer. Oh yeah. And, um, and apparently him and I and Will are going to do something this year. Uh, that would be fucking cool. Yeah, I think it's going to be pretty awesome. I don't know when, but it's going to be cool. Sometime but the year. trip the trip that you were going to take is not happening no, we now? Were, no, we weren't. We were going to do it this uh, like time. In this May. Coming. Yeah. yeah. And, and uh, since uh, the Texas trip got canceled, I was supposed to be in Texas in the first two weeks, I think, because mm-hmm. a got Abana conference got canceled. Um, yeah. I, I'm going to, we got to readjust some stuff. Plus blade show coming up. I think it's going to be probably in the fall, maybe September gotcha. or something, but I need to go down and uh, see a bunch of my friends in Texas, Andrew and my buddy, Terry, um, who's in Lampasas, Texas. Uh, just got a phone with him yesterday as well. And I need to go see all my Texas people. Oh yeah. And my family. Oh, I know you. Yeah. I know you listen to this. Yes, I, and you guys too. <laughs> shit, you fucking asshole! I know. Every time my brother gives me shit, he's like, "Come Texas, you don't even come see your family." I'm like, "Look, man, I got shit to do." <laughs> but this is the damn state's so big. I mean, I love it, but yeah, shit. From Ben's place to my brother's place was like 13 hours or something. God, and I stopped halfway to. That's just in the state. I don't even and, think you and I live that far away from each other. No, we're only like seven hours apart. Fucking and, weird. Uh, yeah, I stopped in Lampasas, Texas. I drove 17 hours in that state when I was there. Just you in know what state. I never left it. Fuck Texas. I went from, no, Whoa. I love Texas. I went from Benny's place in northern Texas to Terry's place in central Texas to my brother's place in south Texas, and then... All the way to Andrew and Adam C.'s place in uh, East Texas. <laughs> Golly. Like, Holy. Yeah, man. Lots of driving. But I look forward to doing that again. I'm actually trying to convince Amy to let's drive. And she's like, really? Drive? Cause, you know, because it's like 21 hours there. And then you drive another 15, 16 hours just in the state to go see everybody. Jeez. So maybe we'll make a trip out of it. Because I want to go to like, uh, I want to visit some New Mexico. I've never been to New Mexico. I want to go to like out there. Yeah, I want to. Well, some parts of it, from what what I'm told, are really nice, and some parts are shitholes, like every other state on the planet. But sure, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm probably gonna do some traveling, but it'll probably be in closer to the fall um, when I start moving and shaking because of I had a bunch of big plans, but just stuff got shifted, moved around, and I'm gonna change some stuff around. 
where sure. I was going to go and all that. But Texas was going to be like the start to traveling, and that would have been uh, first week of May. But since that conference got canceled, um, probably looking. Are you mowing? Is somebody mowing? Someone outside? is. Someone is oh. outside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can hear a mower perfectly. Are you? God, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all good. Brent, are you mowing? <laughs> but oh, I forgot um, to mute. Sorry. Oh, it's all good. I'm an idiot. It's all good. I got Stella trying to rest oh, me right now. Damn it, Joey. I shut the Fine. door. Joey wants to Don't come worry. in. It's all good. So, uh, yeah. So probably travel in the fall. So you could drive here in September, and then we yeah. could drive to Montana together because I got to because Trent is flying to Bozeman. Okay. And then I'm I'm gonna pick him up. That's where Will so, lives. So we could we could just ride out together. Let's see, let's see how that works out on the old uh, map. I wonder if it'd be better for me to drive to your place before I go to Texas. Let's see, how do you spell the name of your town? Shithole, Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, what's it called? Wichita. Warsaw. Warsaw. <laughs> Did we get any update on the axe from Paul Tuckett, Tippehoe, Indiana, or whatever the hell it was called? Yeah. He said, I don't think that's my neighbor. Oh. Which is, I think this guy is super freaking nice and doesn't want to do anything. Oh. Okay. That's what I think. Okay. And I haven't heard back from the guy who I think stole the axe. Interesting. Bum, 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 bum. We are uh, seven hours and 53 minutes from each other. Okay. See how far it is from. Yeah, because I go through Tennessee. Dude, Tennessee's a long ass state. Yes, it is. Takes me seven hours from one side to the other. I've never driven east to west. Yeah, it's a long drive. Um, I think it's seven hours. Let me see. From Shithole, Kentucky to Texas. This is great content for the book. It really is. <laughs> so I got a question for you. Do you okay. Read, so, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, that's no, 16 go. hours. That's not worth. I don't think that's worth it. No, come 15 here, hours we'll, and 20 minutes. Then we'll go to Bozeman. So seven. It takes me 19. That's like it's almost the same distance. If I were to just leave from here and go there. Mm-hmm. Um, shit. How far is the drive for you to Montana? Uh, like 30 hours. Is it really? Yeah. I mean, is it actual 30 hours of driving yeah. though, or is it like you make it 30 hours? I don't know the difference. I mean, like, because you stop and you have to stretch and you got to pee and you got to change clothes because you're sweating. <laughs> <laughs> no, it. Whenever no, it's a two day drive and it's gotcha. they're two grueling days. Okay. Why are they grueling? Isn't that like beautiful countryside? So this no, is this from says, here. Listen, this says twenty four hours from your place to Bozeman. Okay. It says twenty three hours and fifty nine minutes. You go through okay. Iowa, Illinois, South shit Dakota. Shithole. Shit There's shit a guy. Hole. Oh my god. I didn't, I don't, you know, I'm bad at geography. There's a yeah. guy driving from South Dakota here tomorrow. Holy shit. I didn't realize what? how far South Dakota was. Yeah. Why? He's picking up a drill press. 
Oh, that dude, yeah. Yeah, because um, shipping is outrageous. Yeah, for those of you that are listening, if you ever buy anything big from me, uh, freight shipping is no longer uh, an option right now with the cost of fuel prices and the way everything's going right now. Literally has tripled in price. I could send something to California or Alaska for about 200 bucks, something sizable, and the same piece that I would ship normally that way is now $600, which is ridiculous. Good grief. Yeah, it's insanity. Anyway, I think that's a wrap. No, it's not. I got a it's question. It's not a wrap? Okay, no, I got a, a I got a question because this happened to me last night. Yeah. And so uh, do you ever eat gluten-free stuff? Not at all. I didn't think so. No, the more gluten I can get in this shithole yeah. body, the more. Yeah. This body runs on chocolate and bullshit, bro. I don't care You're about gluten, MSG, any of that shit that's bad for you. Put it in me. When I go Listen. out, I want to look fucking used up and fucking hard. <laughs> Congratulations. You've won. <clears throat> so I buy my wife these gluten-free pizzas. She she doesn't eat gluten. She, it okay. fucks with her really bad. Yeah, she's got well, that celiacs or whatever it's called. She's got gluten. something. She celiacs. doesn't eat gluten. Okay. Um, but the pizzas are too big, and she, she doesn't eat them. Yeah. So I was like, well, I'll eat one of these pizzas. And they're fucking good. Yo, you All probably right. shoot through a screen door without touching the Well, so here, like, I'm gonna, <laughs> like, that's where this story's heading. So, gluten-free farts are the worst. <laughs> They're so bad. Ugh. I'm taking a fucking shower last night, and I'm like, oh, God, I got a gluten-free fart coming on. <laughs> oh, my God. What are we doing? What is this? What is this podcast anymore? It was so bad. I was like, "Oh my god, that is horrible!" And I start like moving my arms around, and then I start fucking slipping and sliding, and I'm like peeling out like fucking Michael Jackson in my fucking. Oh my god! I grabbed onto the fucking curtain thing. It was like pop, 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 pop. pop. The grabbed onto fucking... the the Care Bear yes. shower curtain. <laughs> Seriously, it popped the fucking rings off. <laughs> and then you farted, you feel dirty, you start lathering up with more shampoo. Oh, God, it was the feel- worst. I just felt so ashamed of myself. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so gross. Oh, my God! <laughs> oh, what do we have here? We've got two Green set up? What the fuck is going on? (laughs) Oh, my God. I was laughing so hard, my dog flipped out and jumped up. Fucking knocked everything off the table. Oh, shit. So, that's the downfall. Those pizzas are so good. (laughs) But they wreck my fucking guts, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. So gluten free farts, baby. <laughs> episode episode name right there. <laughs> Alright. I think that's a wrap. From Roy Scott and Chris Cash. Thank you guys very much for listening to the gluten free <laughs> fart episode of the Axe and Iron Podcast. If you have any questions or comments, please direct yourself to vintage Axworks. Dot com. <laughs> Happy to Roy help. Scott 
at finishaxworks.com. Email him. If you have any questions or complaints or anything like that, please let us know. I will That's provide a wrap the link. on the Axe and Iron Podcast.